Howdy and welcome to the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm Jerry Snyder. As an elite level athlete, owner of All In Health and Wellness, and author of the book Confidence Through Health, my goal is to help you achieve your goals and dreams using health as the conduit to get there. I want to thank our sponsor for this episode, brightensmile.com. That's B-R-Y-T-N, smile.com. Their mission is to provide premium oral care products with leading technology to help you live your most confident life by providing a professional whitening experience in the comfort of your own home. Everyone can have that bright smile people love. Brightensmile.com. If you go there and enter all in health as your code at checkout, you'll get 25% off your order. So brightensmile.com is our sponsor for this episode. Welcome to episode 172 of the Confidence Through Health podcast, where I speak with a friend of mine, Ashley Ulrey, and uh, talk about how we became friends. It was, it was really, it's a, a Facebook thing. Um, but she is an integrated health practitioner with courageously crowned wellness. She is uh, a health and wellness nerd. She it, tells her story about how she became so passionate about helping people with their health about helping people to discover their true wellness and how everybody's journey is different, how everybody's destination is slightly different and how it takes time. And, you know, one of the things that that we, that we talked about that I think is important to, to remember is that we're not alone. Is that when you're wanting to make these changes on a health, on a health basis, whether it's, the food that you're eating, the the things that you're consuming, um, the products that you're using on your skin or in your household that you're breathing in, um, you know, the amount of exercise you're doing, no matter what it is that your your goal is to try and change and become a healthier person, um, we're not alone. Our journeys are all different and it takes time. Um, and so we talk about all those things. We talk about how to get started. We talk about the obstacles uh, that are out there in how to get in touch with her uh, to be able to, you know, continue on that journey once you start, because it's important to have uh, someone like her or me to help you, to guide you through, because there's a lot of, of, of bad information. There's a lot of misinformation out there um, that unfortunately is not going to help you get healthy, um, but potentially keep you in a sick cycle. Um, so we talk about, uh, she talks about her wellness wheel and how you can get on that and continue to can get healthier and have better wellness with your life on a continuing basis until uh, you know you reach those longevity goals that you have for your life. So um, I had a lot of fun talking with Ashley. I think you're going to enjoy the conversation. Um, you can tell she's passionate about what she does, which is great. And I think it helps all of us to hear um, her passion come through. So Ashley, thank you for being a guest on the Confidence Through Health podcast. I'm so excited. Thanks for having me here. So we, so a little background, we met basically through Facebook because yeah. Facebook told us that we're both health professionals and health, health-minded people and like we need to know each other. Um, and then like just recently actually finally met in person after like, years of being Facebook friends. Um, but I followed what you're doing, and I think it's important for my listeners to hear and get some advice from you. And so, but before we do all that, tell us, like, what, how did you get into being a health professional? Why is it important for you to help other people with their health? Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks, Jerry. And I was so excited the day I got to meet you face to face. It was like, like, it's like seeing this long lost friend that you've known forever, but you haven't right. seen that's how I felt. It was so exciting. Yeah. Anyways, um, thanks for having me. So I, my wellness journey, my personal wellness journey is what got me into wellness, mm-hmm. kind of. Okay, so I'll take you back a ways. I was sick my whole entire life, from infancy okay. all the way up to my mid-30s. Um, and so on my dad's side of the family, people are physicians, pharmacists, all the things. My dad right. was first person to derail from that. And then my brother and I derailed. I had my first baby at 18, but I still wanted to go to the medical field. Right. I was like, man, that's going to be so hard having a newborn and a single mom. There was no way. And I just had this plethora of autoimmune disorders that were just piling upon me. And I just didn't know what to do. 
right? Yeah. And so I tell people, be your own advocate, right? right. Nobody yeah. knows your body better than you. Exactly. Nobody. You know, I can tell you what to do, but I still don't know if it's working. You have right. to, you know best. So I just started learning and digging in more, you know, finding integrated doctors and finding uh, my shirt says, think outside the box thinking I found outside of the box things right. to work with wellness. So, you know, mid thirties, I had seven autoimmune disorders. I needed a double lung transplant. I was on all these prescriptions. I was told I would die before my youngest daughter could graduate high school. And I was not accepting that. I was not. Having oh yeah. That. I mean, who would want to? Yeah. So I was like, nope, there's a better way and yeah. let me find it. And so it came to me, you know, I started this, this protocol seven days I was prescription free and that just became a snowball effect for me. You know, I took it to my integrated doctor. We dug deep, we were figuring things out and it just started snowballing. And I went back to school, got my integrated practitioner's license and just realized that there was so many women like me Right. They were struggling, you know, and that had kids at home and didn't know what else to do. They were being sucked into this funnel, right? right. Yep. And so um, that's, I, I started out very sick as an infant and just went into adulthood and just said, no way, man, there's a better way. And I just had to figure it out and go with the punches. And here I am. I've been prescription free for seven years. Oh, that's awesome. And yeah, you know, I think outside the box when it comes mm -hmm. to wellness. I do all the right. alternative things. Yeah. And um, I'm not afraid to try those out with people. And I always I always tell people, man, this is not a roadmap. It's a destination right. and it's a journey. So everyone's journey is different. Yeah. And so it's so much fun walking alongside that and helping, you know, giving my personal story and then helping them get theirs. Right. Yeah. So so tell us a little bit, because I know there's I know that there's people listening that are like I'm on this prescription or that prescription or, or I was because I grew up sick or, you know, and I just had this stuff that nobody could ever figure out what was wrong. Um, and maybe it's not like the serious, serious, like I'm in the hospital every three years for whatever, whatever, but it's like, I'm just never feeling good, you know, and I go for my checkup and they say, oh, well, you should probably be on this. Oh, well, you should probably be on, this. you know, and before you know it, you're on a ton of prescriptions and because there's that difference between like sick, sick and just like, oh, uh, we're, I'm not healthy. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, how did, how did you go about like, when did you, when was it, was it when they gave you that diagnosis that you were like, uh -uh, I'm out, I'm not like, or was it before that you were starting to try some of these other things? And like, I don't really appreciate what you're telling me. So I'm going to go find a second opinion. Yeah. So it was a little bit of both, right? Yeah. Along, along the time I was adding a prescription and adding a prescription and adding a prescription. I was just like, man, something's not right. Yeah. You know, is it really, and, and I want to say this because I, you know, if I'm in a car wreck, take me to the hospital. <laughs> right. right. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Totally. I'm not saying like, you know, mm -hmm. don't do anything. I'm not definitely yeah. not. That. So, yeah. uh, all that to say, like it was, you know, I was up to all these prescriptions and I was just like, man, do I really have all these diseases and disorders or is it a side effect of another prescription that I'm taking? True. Yeah. So that was really when my wheels started turning and I was really starting to think and look into, you know, that long list that you unfold when you're at the pharmacy. And right. I was like, man, I have that, I have that, I have that. So is it this disease or is it this, right. you know, so you know, I was on a lot of prednisone. Okay. And um, so just so your listeners know, I had autoimmune disorders, you know, which is chronic inflammation. Yep. And, and inflammation is such a deep, deep, deep thing, right? A headache is inflammation. Yep. There's just so yep. much. There's so many. Yep. Yeah. And, and chronic inflammation is, is just really big. It's not just inflammation. So, you know, I, I was learning so much more about it and realizing, oh man, prednisone causes this, 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 and this. Well, I have that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, is it the disease or is it the prescription? Yeah. So against medical profession and advice, I started cutting back on prescriptions by myself. Yeah. You know, and that included I even had epilepsy since I was six months old. And you know, I, I never tell someone stop your prescriptions. That's something that you have to work very closely with with your medical professionals. Right. 
but you know, be aware of what it's causing in your body. And so Mm -hmm. I, I started just learning more about the prescriptions and about the symptoms that I was suffering with. And now I call them symptoms and not diagnosis because I really truly believe I didn't have all those autoimmune disorders. They were symptoms of medications that I were on. Right. So, you know, I started cutting back and then I started you know, adding in alternative things, you know, and taking different kinds of magnesium and different kinds of supplements that were really fueling my body and helping me where I was cut short or where the disease or the prescription had hurt me more than it had helped me. Yeah. And so it took me a long time to figure that out and do the research and learn the education and, and take note of what was happening to my body. But in 2017 is when I, I completely made the flip mm-hmm. and the transition into zero prescriptions for my body and my family as a household. Yeah. And so now we have a supplement drawer, not a, not a pill drawer, right. you right. know? I mean, yep. So, and you know, what's when we go out of town, does everyone have their supplements or their shakes, yeah. all the things instead of do you have your medicines, you know? Yeah. So in 2017, we made the full flip, but it was, it was a couple of years process of, you know, dissecting, what I was right. on, why I was on it, what are the side effects, what are the symptoms to start peeling back layer by layer. And I, I truly believe that's what wellness is about, right? Yeah. And and I, I think it is, it is something about, like you said before, it's like, you have to know yourself, mm-hmm. right? Like only, you know, are you really well or not? And, and is this prescription, is it really helping you? Like the lab work maybe is supposed to tell you that, or, um, you know, on paper, it's supposed to based on the studies and the trials that it went through, but only you can tell, is it really helping you or is it causing you more pain um, based on your life? You know, in, in one of the things that, that I remember, um, I, I, I say it's one of the very few good things that came out of COVID. Um, but I remember like, cause I remember when I saw it, I was like, Oh, I wish I would have filming this interview. Um, cause Dr. Fauci said, on the stand, like when when COVID first started coming out, and they were talking about the different um, drugs that they were trying to come up with, the vaccines they were trying to come up with, and all this stuff they were trying. To, and somebody said, "Well, how do we know this is safe?" You know, and he said, "All medication has toxicity to it." Yeah. And um, I was like, "Oh, I wish I would have filmed that because <laughs> here's somebody perfect. admitting it." Like, you know, I, I you know, I'm glad you said that. I think I might have a recording of him saying that actually. Yeah. In my, in my email and something I learned in 2017 amongst my journey of wellness and uh, making the transition of chemical and toxic free products in my home right. and my family and those that I serve in, in my business, right, was that LD50 rating, right. you know, that lethal dose 50. And I yep. was blown away. And um, <laughs> so much that my uncle that's a pharmacist, I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, how come I never knew about this? You know, I'm so naive. Like, right. wow. But Dr. Fauci, he, he verified it for us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for sure. I mean, and it's, it, and, and when wow. you hear that, you're like, okay, well, then you start thinking, okay, well, what, what am I putting in my body that's actually damaging more than it's helping? Or maybe it's helping a little bit, but there's still damage happening. There's still you damage. Know? You know, I said this a couple of weeks ago at a presentation, even just what we're consuming, but what we're putting on our bodies, you mm-hmm. know, the creams and things for pains and all that kind of stuff. I try yeah. to be careful not to call anyone out by name because, you know, it is. Oh, what yeah. it is. But but um, it takes 26 seconds for that to absorb into your bloodstream and right. it's wrecked havoc on your body. Right. Right. And so I was, I was guilty as, right. I had chronic mm-hmm. inflammation. My joints hurt, my back hurt. Everything was in pain all the time. So yeah. grab a tube of that, grab a patch of that, put it on, rub it on. And how much, I mean, what was I doing? Right. <laughs> you know, well, and, and you're causing more inflammation, right? Cause your absolutely. body is having to, the immune system's having to go, okay, what is this now? What is this substance that's now, you know, coming into in, and so, and you're being inflamed because you're fighting it, right? Basically that's all inflammation is. It's just a battle going on in your body. Yep. And so you're just causing fires and battles. And when you stop and think and back up and you go, oh, wait a minute, I could probably feel a lot better if I don't expose myself to all of this stuff. Isn't that true? Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It It is amazing. And, you know, after I made the switch for myself 
right? Mm-hmm. I was my guinea pig for me. And sure. then it was like, okay, husband, okay, right. daughter, okay, <laughs> son. You know, now it, it's became this chain reaction of, you know, when you know better, you do better. When you do better, yep. you are better, yep. you know? And then it was like, just trust me for a minute. Look what I did to myself. So I had to not just prove to myself, but to prove to my family, you know, look what's happening. Yeah. Look what I'm not walking with a cane in my thirties anymore. Look what's, I mean, I had hair like this, just a little right. longer than yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? I mean, because that inflammation does so much to your body. Oh yeah. And I mean, and I was losing hair, I was gaining weight. I couldn't walk without a cane, you know, all those things so much to where two years ago, I ran my first triathlon. Nice. You know, I mean, so you go from walking with a cane to no hair to competing in a triathlon. Yep. That's amazing. Yeah. Making a switch to chemical free, toxic free, you know, fueling my body with what is intended to fuel the body. Right. Well, and it, it goes to show what your body's capable of if you give it the right stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, yeah. and that's, that's what the difference is between somebody who, you know, when people hear alternative medicine or holistic or, you know, and they like, ah, I don't know about that. That's like, you know, hippie stuff or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's, it's really like, it's understanding what your body needs and giving it that without all the toxicity and chemicals and all of that. And so it's, it's, and once your body gets that, like you just, like you said, you go from broken down, you know, trying to make it to, oh, okay, what do we want to do today? We want to go for a bike. We want to go for a run. We want to go hang out at the mall for three hours with the teenagers, like, and, and not having, I mean, too many, maybe some, you know, headache from music or noise or whatever, but like, you know, the, the, the side effects are minimal. You know, yeah. and that's it's not saying that we go without, you know, not saying I haven't been sick in seven years. I mean, have sure. mercy. we're human, right? We, the yeah. air we breathe is dirty, right? right? There's right. no way to escape all the things, but yeah. um, there's ways to overcome that, right? right. Just these simple tips and tricks throughout the day of, you know, allergy seasons and cold seasons yeah. and flu seasons, all those things, you know, to help fuel your body. And it's just amazing. It's, it's empowering to know, right? Yeah. We have the tools here that are simple, easy, and cost-effective that it's not going to break the bank. It's going to last longer than what other things typically would had, right? Because a little goes a long way with alternative wellness. Yep. Just being able to know that, you know, when my 16-year-old walks in here and says, mom, I have a way to fix that without having to pay a copay. (laughs) 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 and i don't have to wait a week to get her in right it's simple right yeah i mean that's that's the that's the other piece is that sometimes you you're waiting for two or three months to see the specialist because you know of what could be a side effect of medication that you're on yeah you know where it's like you know and and i don't want to say that you, you caused it yourself but it's one of those things that it's like you went down that rabbit hole and the system caused it for you you know and and like you said, I I agree with you. Like if it, there there's two different healthcare systems, there's the acute. I am injured. I am having a heart attack. I am having something I need fixed right now. But then there's the chronic side, which is more of a sick care system than it is. Like it's a sick care management um, more than it is a healthcare system because they're not really helping you get healthier by giving you all these prescriptions and medications when most of them have no idea what anything about nutrition. They don't. And I'm so glad you said that. I was just at a medical conference. Um, it's called APRAM. It's for alternative integrated mm-hmm. practitioners and homeopathy and things like that. And so I was there in Florida in May and my business partner with my other wellness business just went, started back to school for culinary medicine. Okay. Amazing. I was blown away the things I learned about. Right. I mean, I know food is medicine, right? But sure, sure. my side of business of things, I do a lot more supplements and de-supplementing people to re-supplement people because right. we, get them on the right stuff. Yeah. Sometimes too much of a good thing can be a mm-hmm. bad thing, right? We don't know because we don't know. Right. And, um, so she's jumping in with the culinary medicine side of things. And what, what I'm learning from her about food is medicine is powerful. Oh, yeah amazing yeah, yeah i love that um and but i i 
in one of the things I've said this with a couple of different guests is that like the food can get you so much. And I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, Oh, well, if you eat right, you don't have to supplement. I'm like, not in today's world. Like the, the food is not as nutritious as it used to be. It's not as nutritious as it needs to be. And so not everybody needs the same supplement. Right. I mean, obviously men and women are different, but even women, women, women in the same family with the same genes could need different supplements. Right. I mean, I think that that's a great way to put it. You know, we're, we're all made intricately different. Right. Right. We, we are not the same. Right. And so just, that's why I say wellness is a journey, not a destination. We're not getting on the airplane and all going to the same airport. Right. Right. We all have our own roadmap, our own mountains to climb, our own ocean to swim of what that looks like for our body and what we need, you yeah. know? So, I mean, we know magnesium citrate is good for the gut, right? Yep. We know honey's great for allergies. If it's your right. local honey, we know those things, but the quantity that I need versus the quantity of another 40 year old woman is not going mm-hmm. to be the same, right? right? So it's that balance. It's that juggle. It's figuring out, you know, and you can't fix it all at once. You know, right. I was working with a client yesterday and we have this Christmas Santa Claus list is what I like to call it. You're <laughs> unrolling the scroll of like, yeah. okay, I'm like, okay, listen, it's not what I think is most important. It's what you think is most important, yeah. right? Because we're so different, yeah. right? And so it's like, what's most important to you to start with? Yeah. And we're not going to change a lot of things right off the bat because we won't know if this is working on that if we change a lot of things. Right. right. Sure. So we start with one and we start marking off your Christmas list one by yeah. one of what's working yeah. and what's changing. And, you know, the dosage of supplements are going to change from month to month until we figure out the perfect sweet spot for you. Right. Um, it's not a one size fits all. Even if it says on the back of the label, you know, most people take an omega every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, for for brain disorders without calling them out by name when you right. have when you have your brain flip from one emotion to the other so frequently you know four to five omegas are healthy for you oh yeah and for someone like you and I that maybe we don't suffer with that disorder you know we don't need that much omega right you know so there's just so many things that come into play so even what the back of the label says is not always necessarily what you do minimum or maximum right Right. right. It's it's a juggling act, but it's something if you're really in a space, you know, like I was seven years ago and you're really ready to make a change, yeah, you're gonna think outside that box, right? Mm-hmm. And you're and, you know, my tagline is wellness takes courage. And you're going oh, to yeah. think outside that box and you're gonna put on that courage and be willing to try something a little bit different. Yep. Get the wellness that you deserve. Yep. Well, and one of the things that I I in my first book, which is Confidence Through Health was the name of that and where the title of the podcast came from. One of the things I detailed was like the, like taking it by percentage of like, okay, if, 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 and this, these were numbers from 2018. So it's, and it's actually, unfortunately gotten worse, but if, you know, 30% of the population is obese and now, okay, the numbers are somewhere around 70 to 75% are overweight or obese. So if, if you're doing what the label tells you to do, because the label is being governed by the people that are supposedly the experts telling you what to eat, well, you're heading down that path. And then the, there's more statistics. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but it, I remember it came down to about like, by the time you get to 80, there's about 2% of the population in America that are going to get to 80 without with zero prescriptions, with no chronic health issues. And so it's like, if you're going to get to 2%, like you have to have courage to get to the 2% people. Uh, like, yeah. there's no way around it. Like, you know, cause you are not like everybody else. You will stand out. We stand out. <laughs> we yeah. get called weird names you know? and yep. told to do odd things, but you yep. know, your life is worth more. Oh you yeah. Know, your purpose is worth more. And to me, it's, it's all about wellness, right? It is all yep. about wellness, but you can't fulfill your purpose in life that you were called to. Right. If you aren't healthy, if you aren't in a well state of being right. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, that's very true. 
me, your wellness is just the beginning of a snowball effect Mm -hmm. of what you're going to be able to do like for generations and just fulfilling your purpose on earth. Yep. No, because we, I surely could not have fulfilled my purpose on earth laying on a couch all day or walking with a cane, barely breathing. I was a real estate agent, right? And I would open the front door of a home and tell those people I would wait right here because I physically could not walk around the house with them, nor could I complete a sentence without gasping for air. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's scary. You know, I wasn't able to fulfill my purpose. Even in that season of life as a realtor, I couldn't serve my people well. Right. So, I mean, wellness is a big deal. And I want to be, I want us to flip those numbers, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, I would love to. I want to flip that and and really have a large population of healthy people thriving in life in their 80s. Yep. Right? I mean, it'd be amazing. I mean, Uh, and and somebody asked me um, a couple of weeks ago, they were like, okay, well, why do you do what you do? And I told them it was because like, well, I, I didn't get to spend as much time with my grandmother as I would have preferred. I granted she died when I was in college, but still like she didn't get to meet my wife. She didn't get to meet my grandkids. Like, and, and I have a younger brother who's 11 years younger than me. And so he was, you know, not even in high school when she passed away. And so it's like, he didn't get to see it. And I'm like, that shouldn't be the case. Like we should all get to the point where we're grand grandparents and we get to enjoy our grandkids for a long time you know and so that's my motivation is not just like okay i'm teaching people to be healthy because they can run better or exercise better or whatever it's like i mean that's a side effect of if you have a healthy well you know well body internally and it doesn't matter what the outside looks like to me like what the scale says doesn't matter it's like is your inflammation at as minimal as can possibly be for you? And that's, that is a big sign of health from a longevity standpoint. Yeah. I love that. You know, I'm the same way. I lost my grandmother 15 years ago and my youngest was two or three. I mean, not Mm -hmm. well, but she was two, you know, she doesn't remember my grandmother. I don't have any grandparents left. I'm 40. I'm 40 and I have no grandparents. Yep. That is unreal to me. Yeah. Like I should have grandparents. My Mm -hmm. kids should have great grandparents, great grandparents. You know, it's sad because, you know, and the things that even happened to my grandmother shouldn't have happened. Right. Had someone known better and done better for her. Yep. It wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So I'm I'm with you just to be an advocate, right? Yep. It's, it's so fulfilling to know that I get to wake up every day and help change someone's life. Right. Right. I get an yep. opportunity to have a mom get to live life with her kids, which yeah. in turn will get she'll get to live with her grand. I mean, I have a grandson that's one, mm-hmm. and I couldn't imagine, right? Yep. Being in that state of health that I was in then with Ezekiel now. Yeah. You know, what kind of, that would not be fun. I right. couldn't and play with him and roll exactly. on the carpet and do all those things. Like that's not yeah. where I want to be. So there's just nothing more fulfilling to know that I have the opportunity to open someone's eyes and yeah. open the box and all the balloons pop out and they know <laughs> to put a better opportunity, right? right. Yep. In front yep. of them. That's so cool. And so what are, when, when you have women come to you, what are, what are like the maybe two or three things that you're like, and I know not everybody's the same, everybody's different. Everybody's got, you know, their, but what are the two or three things that you're like, that, that, you know, okay, we have to get, um, cause a lot of people say, oh, well, it's, it's motivation or it's discipline or it's da, 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 da. But like, there's more to it than that. Like what, what are the, cause you know, there's, there's big obstacles that everybody has. So what yeah. is like one or two things that somebody's listening and going like, I, I want to take the first step, but I don't know how. Well, a lot of it is just the fear of the unknown, mm-hmm. right? And some, right? A lot of like, even for me, it was like, nobody's going to believe me. My blood work was always perfect, right? right? On right. the outside, if I was not in a chronic flare, you would have never known I was sick. Yeah. Right. And so my blood work, and that's the, that's 
the crumbling part of autoimmune disorders. And that's where I really love to help people that are in that season of life, you know, yeah. oh, blood work looks great or, and, and, and so it's mm -hmm. the fear. So I just, for me, it's people knowing I've been there. Yeah. So when they say I hurt, I feel their hurt. Right. You know, I have felt that pain. Yep. And so their biggest thing is the second biggest thing is the first is the fear, right? Yeah. To know nobody understands me. Well, I understand you. Right. I hear your pain. I feel your pain. I understand where you're coming from. The second thing is of being the weird person. <laughs> right. you know, people are like, man, you know, people aren't going to support me. We in my business and courageously crowned wellness, we have a group of encouragers. Yeah. Right. You are not alone. You right. are never alone. And on the days that it's hard, even on the days you take your supplements and you're starting to feel a detox effect from coming off other things and you're feeling yeah. that coming out of your body or you wake up and you have a zit on your face because um, that's detoxifying. Right. You know, I mean, it's not because acne <laughs> hormones, it's your body's detoxing. Right. And, yeah. it's hard, and it's hard to move forward. Just know that we've been there. And I am yeah. so vulnerable with those people of, hey, I've got pictures. I've got stories, you know, I've got people you can talk to that you're not alone. So yeah. just keep pushing through. Right. Don't give up on 30, 60 or 90 days. You have to keep going because it's so rewarding. So yeah. I don't fear. And then just the, the feeling of being alone are people's yeah. biggest, biggest struggles, you know? And I think you hit something that's really big too, is that, that, that not, not only is everybody's journey different from like, the steps that they take, but it, everybody's journey is different from the time that it takes. Oh yeah. Right. And so you, you mentioned the detox of like, it's going to take this, like some people's detox from chemicals or whatever, it, it might take 72 hours while others might be two or three months, you know? And it's like, because it's got, it's that stuff's in there and it's got a hold of you and it's got like, and depending on what it is, it's harder to get rid of. Um, and so you know, sometimes it, in in that, sometimes that part of that detox is worse from a feeling standpoint than you were feeling before. And so it, that can easily be something that like, oh, I don't want to go there. So I'm just going to stop and go back to where I was not understanding that when you actually get to the other side, it's so much better. Yeah. It's hard. Detoxing is really hard, you know, and it's, but it's also becoming aware and, and the de so that to me, there's layers of detoxing, right? Oh, Not yeah. just time frame, yeah. but what you're doing in the process, mm -hmm. right? So, I mean, even, and I can say this, she's, she's given me full permission to tell people her stories. My sister-in-law, you know, we walked through her inflammation for so, so long. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Sarah, I've done everything I absolutely know to do. There has to be something still holding you up. Right. right. We had, we had done complete detoxes. We had done, you know, parasite cleansing. We had done everything we possibly could do, but her hands, Jerry, were still so swollen and inflamed. She was just hurting so much all the time. Yeah. Guess what? Dawn dish soap. Oh, wow. When I tell people I do a, <laughs> a whole chemical and toxic free flip mm -hmm. for people. We break down the laundry soap, the dryer right. sheets. You know, yep. I'm looking at what is in everything that you're doing and help mm -hmm. you make that flip over to cleaner products in your family right. because all of that causes inflammation. I got her on a clean dish soap. She's been golden. Nice. Golden. So it's hard yeah. right? because she's like, Ashley, I just don't know. I've done everything you've said to do. I've cut the, you know, I've cut the sodas. I've done this. Right. I'm taking supplements. I'm not taking this. She was on a chemo pill for her fibro. I mm -hmm. mean, she had cut everything I had said to cut. Yeah. I finally was like, okay, we've changed this. And I'm like the dish soap. What about your dish soap? And she's yeah. like, the Dawn spray. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like that's not okay. You know, yeah. I'm, even the simple things, mm -hmm. you know, that are still helping your body hang on. Yep. And, and a great analogy to me is a fruit basket. Right. And you've got that pretty fruit. Well, it doesn't take long to get a piece of mold. Right. right. And what happens? That mold spreads like fire in that fruit yes, bowl. Right. Like yes, it's it all over all the fruit. And you're like, oh my gosh, my whole bowl of fruit's been ruined. And I only had it for three days. And now what? Well, that's yep. what happens with the cells in your body. Right. Yep. You get one unhealthy cell. And before you know it, 
head to toe, you're a body of unhealthy cells because an unhealthy cell produces another unhealthy cell until we get rid of the bad cells and then we create new healthy cells. So, you know, that detox process can be painful and agonizing and long. Yep. If you're willing to stay in the trenches long enough and willing to invest the money and time into your body and making the household switch of products that you're using and supplements that right. you're using, your long-term, I'll just tell you, you know, seven years later, again, my triathlon, I, that was never anything I would have ever wanted to do, right. but I did it because I could. Yeah. Right. Now yeah. I can say, I don't, now listen, I probably will never do another one, but I'm proud <laughs> right. of it. Oh yeah. I love to yeah. serve them. You know why I love to serve at them? It brings tears to my eyes because riding that last mile on my bike was the hardest thing I could have ever done. Yeah. I was pushing and pushing and my thighs were burning and I thought I was just going to fall over. <laughs> and there was a little kid with a poster and he was cheering on his mommy. Yeah. But you know, that poster kept me going. <laughs> I'd make that lap and here's that little boy and I'd make that lap. But that last lap was hard. Yeah, You know, and that's why I like to be the cheerleader for the underdog because it's hard, mm-hmm. you know, it is hard. have someone that's been there, that's done that, that's lived that. And they know mm-hmm. that if you can just get to the peak and then you're coasting down, right? you know, and that, that time frame, you know, I wasn't the fastest, but I wasn't the slowest either. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. that, that's that detox phase. We're right. just kind of in the middle. Yeah. Yep. It, it's a journey. It is. Well, and you know, one of the other things you mentioned or, or made me think of too, is that like that being weird and that standing out in, and a lot of times we, you know, I've had, I've had clients that are like, you know, okay, well, I'm a, I'm, I'm a business person. And so I'm, I, I have to do a business lunch every day. Like, how do I do this when I'm out and about and doing this? And I'm like, okay, you can still do it. Yeah. But everybody else is doing this. I'm like, okay, that's where you have to make the choice. Like how bad do you want it? Right. And and it, it's not a motivation or, or a discipline thing. It's more of a like, how bad do I want the result at the end? And if you want the result at the end, then you'll be the person that says, no, I, I can't. It looks great. Smells great. But I I can't do that because that's not getting me where I want to be. And I'm all about, you know, having that accountability person, but you know, how many people around you want to be where you are too? They right. want to take that step, but yeah. they're just as scared. They're thinking, yeah. I don't want to be the only one at this business, you know, luncheon that's not having this or this, or, you know, yeah. they want to do it too. So yep. be the one, yep. be the one, because that one, just like the mold in a fruit bowl, that one will duplicate another one yep. because we all want to stand together. Nobody wants to stand alone you know so even in our small group you know for my husband his cholesterol was not where I wanted it to be um last winter and I was like listen we're just gonna cut fried foods our whole small group cut fried foods for a month nice and it was like look we're not alone right you know we go out to dinner with them every Friday night and they were like no fried food Fridays like it was still no fried foods I mean that's chips guys Mexican, yeah. hello. <laughs> you kidding? Yep. You know, but we did it and we did it as a group. So even if you have, you know, another person to, to walk alongside you and try yeah. that journey with you, your journeys are going to be different. Yeah. But to know that you have someone to bounce back and forth off of and not just your wellness coach, your health coach, your practitioner, whoever it may be, you have a friend. Right. You can call and say, you know what, this is hard. You yeah. know, I'm drinking my water. I'm doing all the things Ashley and Jerry tell me to do, and I'm still struggling. And that person can be like, oh my gosh, me too. Or they can say, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know, um, all the things, right? I mean, oh, some, yeah. sometimes starting the wellness journey, your bathroom trips are more than you prefer them to be, and it's not the most yep. convenient place. I mean, I'm just yep. being real. That kind of stuff. No, <laughs> it's true. You know, you know and it's hard, yep. and people don't understand that. So just having a buddy you know, a wellness buddy to walk alongside you doesn't make you feel like you're, you know, the rose in the wildflower garden, right? Right. Really, That's what it looks like. Yep. Well, and it's, you know, the other thing about it is like you mentioned, like one of the, so there's fear and there's not wanting to be alone. Well, if you, if you're, if you can just cut the fear out enough when those business luncheons or that group of people that you see all the time and just say, Hey, look, 
just tell one person, hey, look, I'm trying to do a little bit better, avoid these things, you know, um, that person one is either going to say, if if they truly love you and appreciate you, they're either going to say, oh, I'll help you out, like, right, and I'll be that accountability person, or they're going to say, oh, I've been trying to do that too, right? They're going to say one of those two things, because if 70% of people are overweight and obese, then then we know, okay, I'll give you a percent, a small percentage of those people probably, okay, they may not care, they may not want it, but a high percentage of those people don't want to be overweight and obese because it feels bad. You know, they don't want that. And so they're at that point of like, how do I take the first step? I feel you when you come to me and you say, Hey, I'm trying to do this. Oh, you know what? I would love to do that too. And I think that they both go hand in hand, right? The fear Mm -hmm. and the fear and, you know, it's just hard. You know, people don't know. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to ask, right? They pick up the phone or they email us or text us or book an appointment sometimes they don't even know what to say. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I'm stuck. Yep. Right. And it's the fear of the unknown. Yep. Right. They don't know what the expectation looks like. You try to Google. Don't. Google it. Yeah. <laughs> don't Google that could be scary. You know, it is scary, but you know, I think just, so, you know, go into the business chamber of commerce, you're going to chamber of commerce luncheon and you're just like, Oh my gosh, they're having that. that, 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 that. And I can't have any of it. And just right. telling your friend, like you said, and they're going to say, well, what did you say? What did you do to them? How did they get you started? And it's just opening up really, again, I always use the present analogy or, or like the gender reveal, you know, open the box. And the oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's what it's like, you know, and they're like, yeah. Oh, I can do that. Oh, that's right. simple enough. It's not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And that's what I try to explain to people. Don't go into wellness overwhelm. Right. You know, I have a wellness will of what I like to walk with people through. And your wellness will can start in a different category. Again, oh, sure. everyone's in a different spot, mm-hmm. but it still goes all the way around no matter where we start. Yeah. Right. We're going to end back up where we started and then you just keep going. That's what yeah. keeps the wheel moving. Yeah. Right. And so, People just don't know. And it's the fear of the unknown and then the mm-hmm. fear of being the odd one. That's yeah. just so hard. It's so yep. hard. Yep. Well, and that's one of the things that I always tell when when somebody comes to me who's like, they've they've just left the doctor's office. I've had this happen where I'm like, I, one time I was at Home Depot trying to buy supplies for something around the house and phone rings and I'm like, okay, who, who's this? And they're like, I just left my doctor's office. I'm in the parking lot and I got your number. And I've got to make some changes. Like I need to start exercising. I need to start eating better today. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to do one of those two. (laughs) We're not going to do both because both is too hard. It's too much change, you know? And so like, like, let's pick one. And the nice thing about it is that, and and as you said, the wheel goes around as you do one, it's going to lead you to do the others. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. because it's like, oh, I'm starting to feel better about this and this and this. And it's going to lead you to, and and then you're going to start looking around the house. And you're going to go, oh, well, if if this is bad for me when I ingest it, maybe it's bad for me when I spray it on the counters, or it's bad for me when I put it in the laundry. Like, you know, and you start looking at things and going, ah, and like you said, it is a wheel. And I think that as you go through, you you'll go through it once, and then you'll come back around, you'll go through it again, and you just start fine tuning. And and I think that's that's where. Yes, it can it can at times seem and, and be more expensive, especially when you're starting because you're trying to change everything as far as like buying habits and things like that. And you don't know what you're doing. And so you can overbuy this or that. Or but in the long run, you're if you're cutting out prescriptions and you're cutting out chemicals and you're providing bigger health longevity-wise, the savings on the other side of it decades down the road is huge. Oh yes. I mean, the return of investment for, for your body is huge. Yeah. But even like what I tell people, if we're, if we're making a household flip from the makeups, I mean, I work with women, right? right, so right. From the makeup you're wearing, we're doing a household flip to your laundry detergent, your dish soaps, your household cleaners, you know, even whatever protein chicks you're doing, I'm just asking you to, to switch the store you're shopping at. Yeah. Right. And I'm not asking you to clean out the pantry and the utility room and the makeup drawer all at once again, because we are going to start with a category and work our way down. Right. Right. A it's budget friendly. B it's not overwhelming on you. Finish using what you have. I'm not asking you to 
your money or right. products. I'm not wasteful. You know, I yeah. want you to be useful of what you have. Yeah. But I want you to be aware of what our process looks like, right? And I want you to have realistic expectations of what that's right. going to look like as well. And not yeah. just have this, you know, don't dream about the mansion, but just know it's going to take some time to build the walls. Yeah. Right? I mean, it just, yeah. So for yeah. sure. And, and, and just like you had to go through with your own personal, like you, you, you have to sometimes scrape down and get the ground completely cleared out to start the foundation. Oh, so yeah. it's not just about like trying to build a foundation. Sometimes you got to clean everything out to even start. Yeah. You know? And it's, it's hard. I mean, that's that yeah. detox phase, right? Yeah. And that that's that like, know, and trust factor. Yep. You know, we're like, people have to like, know, and trust you and I to do business with us. But it's the yep. like, know, and trust factor that the tools that I have are really good tools for my yep. body. I, it took yep. me a long time to grasp that for myself. Yeah. You know, so, um, and I think that's something for, for people to know when they're booking an appointment with you or booking an appointment with me is to know that I'm different. Right. right. I, I think outside the box. I have yep. alternative ways. You know, I really want to dig deep into all the things. And, you know, I'm big on journaling, your food journaling, yep. your supplement journaling, your drinking journaling, your household journal. Like I want to know. Yep. And, you know, something I said to somebody this morning was. And I, I talk about household chemicals and toxins a lot just because, I mean, that's where I am all day. So if yep. my house is full of, of air fresheners and all the bad things. I'm poisoning my body. Oh yeah. Which is where inflammation is going to come from. So, yeah. you know, something I told, told some people this morning was using one household cleaner one day a week that is toxic and chemical is equivalent to smoking one package of cigarettes a day for your lungs. Yeah. And, you know, and lung disease is one of my biggest things. So I had to overcome not needing a lung transplant and, you know, reju rejuvenating the cells in my lungs so that I could have this conversation right. without gasping for air, yeah. you know? So, you know, have, you know, know what you're doing and trust the person you're with, right? right. So do your due diligence because I know I'm not a good fit for everybody, oh, but sure. I'm a good fit for somebody. Right. Right. And I believe yeah. that. And so it's a big deal, but yeah. it's so much fun. Well, and one of the things that, that, you know, when you talk about chemicals, it's, um, and I've had a, a friend of both of ours, Chris Hoke, I've had him on before when talking about, um, his wife's liver journey. Um, so this was a couple of years ago, but I remember one of the things that, um, one of the specialists that I connected him with in Austin, who was more of a holistic, he was, I mean, full on surgeon, all that, but just on the the um, functional side and the more, you know, believing in the alternative side of things, um, and he was like, okay, well, if we're gonna if if we're gonna keep her alive, I mean, basically, this is what he's like, if we're gonna keep her alive long enough to get a liver transplant, these are the things you have to do inside your house. And one of the things was he said, I want you to take every single chemical and put it in a, in a box and put it in the garage as far away from the house as possible, like. Don't put it outside, but put it in the garage. Keep it there. If you need it, you can bring it in, use it, put it back. And I'll never forget. Chris called me like two, three days later after doing that. And he goes, dude, my garage smells so bad. Yeah. He said, it smells like a toxic chemical dump. Just because it concentrated everything in the one spot, you know, um, and we don't notice it as much when it's all spread out around the house and different places. And it's like, you may get a whiff of something if it's in a closed container, like a closed pantry or something, you open it up if you haven't had air in there a little bit, but then it dissipates and you go, oh, okay. And you just move on, mm -hmm. you know, or they, you know, put lemon in it to make it smell better and hide, you know, the stuff that's, but that's, that's not good in it. Poison. <laughs> yeah. It and should so not burn your lungs to clean yeah. your bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> It, yep. it shouldn't burn your lungs. I mean, yep. that's unreal to me. And there's a ton of products out there oh. that are not chemical based yeah, that can get the same exact result. Right. You know, mm -hmm. and it's, they just don't have the marketing budget that those other companies have. They, they don't have the budget or they and choose alternative marketing. Right. 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 Um, but I'm just, you know, all of that to say, 
right? What you put in Mm -hmm. doesn't always come out. Right. Right. So if it's bad for you, it binds up your cells and creates another unhealthy cell, which causes inflammation, which causes disease after disease after disease. Yep. Right. And um, it it just, it binds up in a big glob of goo and it can't come out of our body. So, you know, just knowing what you're doing, you know, be aware, be your best advocate, you know, because nobody will fight harder for you than you. I mean, that's just the truth. And so I always, I tell my husband this not too long ago, I wish you loved yourself as much as I loved you and even more. Yeah. You know, because I can love you, but I can't love you enough to take care of your cholesterol. I can't love you enough to help you lose weight. Right. Mm -hmm. I can throw all the tools, but that does nothing unless you use them. Yep. You know, and so, you know, that's the thing. Invest in yourself and love yourself. Love yourself more than someone else loves you and love yourself enough. Yep. To be that's my biggest yep. tip. No. And I think that's, I think that's, that's right on because if, if you don't, and I like my own personal family practice doctor that, that, uh, and I think sometimes people are like, you have a family practice. I'm like, well, yeah. for those instances where something drastic happens, I need to have somebody that goes, Oh, here's this baseline. Yes. This is completely off. Like we have a, we have an, we have an issue. Um, and, and he's a friend of mine and our, we, we go to church together. Our friend, our kids are in the same groups and stuff. And um, I remember we were at a church picnic event. This was, I guess, maybe two years ago. And so he saw what I was eating compared to what everybody else was eating. And he was like, and he made some little comment. And, and my wife was like, well, you know, that's, that's, that's how we are. And, and he was like, oh, he said, he said, well, that's how really everybody should be, but you know, it's so hard. I mean, like it's so hard to do it that way. So it's like, that's, that's what, that's what I'm here for. And I'm like, did you just say that like, you're there to provide prescriptions so that people can eat whatever they want, basically. I'm like, oh, that's rough. That is you rough. Um, and so doctors will, if you're not advocating for yourself saying, I don't want a prescription, how else can I do this? they're going to put you on something because that's what they do. It is what they do. You know, and I, I mean, I'm like you, I have a doc. I call him a doc in my pocket. You know, yeah. he's a good friend of mine. He's from back home. Yeah. And you know, there's times I'll call him and be like, Hey, you know, I need to bounce this off of you. This is what mm-hmm. I'm doing. This is what I've got. I mean, even a couple of years ago, and this will go to show things happen out of mm-hmm. nowhere. And I mm-hmm. called him in a panic I was eating pizza at Slow Rise with with some ladies, and I took one bite of pizza and choked. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Well, after that, I lost my voice. For three months, I didn't have a voice. And I I called him. I was like, something's wrong. Like, I don't feel anything. There's Mm -hmm. nothing there. There's something happening. I can't. I couldn't swallow. I couldn't drink. I mean, I was dropping weight dropping weight rapidly. I mean, there mm-hmm. was something wrong, right? Yeah. And so yeah. we ordered a scan and I had nodules on the on the back side of my thyroid caused by mold. Oh wow. So I the only way we found out it was mold, right? And that's a that's a process. Oh yeah. You know, see mold in the naked to the naked eye anywhere but i had taken a trip to tennessee and stayed with a girlfriend everyone else had stayed at the gaylord and everyone's like no ashley you really should stay somewhere just relaxing you're sick like you just need to so i stayed with my girlfriend in her house 48 hours of being at her house my voice came back then my throat had quit hurting i could swallow again so we had some good friends of ours that live in georgia They came down, they like totally wiped our house with this amazing stuff. These probiotics put an air filter on my, on my AC unit. So now it pushes probiotics through my house now. Yeah. So cool. Just saying. Anyways, after that, we, we had some mold testing done just of our air and we had mold Mm -hmm. in our air, right? The humidity, it happens. I mean, there's not mold growing on the walls, right? but pizza triggered a nodule that was on my throat that made it grow And, you know, I'm like, I had to call the doctor. I was like, what are we doing? But, you know, those are rare things that I probably would have never known. They would have wanted to cut open and take out those Mm -hmm. nodules. And, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, 
nope, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on me. But you know, I had to bounce those things off of him. So it's yeah. always wise to to have someone. And yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that he was thinking outside the box with me. Right. He was able to explore and not put me on a thyroid medication thinking it was just my thyroid being crazy and, you know, mm-hmm. all the things. But I mean, that those are very crazy circumstances. But I have a lot of stories like that that would relate to people that yeah. they don't even think of. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and, and a lot of times the, the bad feelings you have, maybe not triggered by something like is, is that you can think back to and go, okay, wait, wait, I choked on this and it caused da, da, da. But a lot of times those, what, what we eat or what we come in contact with, like that can cause symptoms for 30, 60, 90 or more days. And then, and then we have a flare up that's bad enough that we go, oh my gosh, how did I get so sick? And we have no idea it was from three months ago. No. Yeah. Those slow release things are, are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they it's are. hard to find out what they are. And that's why I have people do, do a journal, yeah. right. Of, of their first 90 days minimum of starting mm-hmm. practice with them, because I really want to know what you're doing, what you're yeah. using, you know, how do you feel at the end of the day? And then we can, we can backtrack you know, mm-hmm. if you started feeling bad in a week, okay, what well, was this day that you ate this and you yeah. ate it again? And so we can start just, it's really a process. It's, it's compounding for you, but for me, it's a process of elimination. Right. 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 And it's, and it's understanding what are, because everybody, just like everybody's body is different. Like you said earlier, right? Everybody's body's different. Everybody's journey is different. Everybody's triggers are different. And so that's why when you see somebody, you know, I mean, one of the things my wife used to say was like, you know, Jerry can eat whatever and he doesn't gain any weight. I eat that and I gain 10 pounds, you know, and I'm like, everybody's triggers are different. And it's so it's like, yes, there's things that if I ate, I would I would have, you know, a rash pop up or I'd have different things that that would come up that you might not see or, you know, the average person may not see. I still look healthy. I still look fine. But I know, oh, I just did something bad. Yeah. Same. Because it's something that happened, you know, and, and so it's like now, and when you get, when you get to a point where you've got true wellness, then it's, it's not all, it's not just about like always avoiding everything, but it's about understanding like, okay, well, I, I've been really, really good. Everything's been great. Felt great. Oops. There's that day that happened where something, okay, well, what was different? What was the trigger? Okay. Well, if I don't want to ever feel that again, I know I have to avoid that. Or the other option is, okay, well, if I come in contact with that again, I'm going to have this reaction. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you're aware. So um, one of my favorite pictures for branding that I had taken was in my home by Trilby. And um, pink's my favorite color. Most people Mm -hmm. know that if they know me. Right. And, you know, I say I wear pink on Wednesdays, and I didn't know that was from a movie. It's just really my favorite day. (laughs) I'm just that, you know, I don't know. So anyways, she took a picture of me eating pink cake. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, have your cake and eat it too. Right. Not literally you have to eat your cake, but you know, if you cut yourself from everything great, you'll do nothing. Like right. you'll be like, oh, no, you know, you just, that's why we cut just fried foods for the longest time. And then we moved on to something else. And now it's yeah. just, we have a healthier lifestyle for my husband, you right. know, because we're so different. I can say I can't have that and never touch it again. He's yeah. not that way. Yeah. So, you know, seeing a wellness practitioner eating strawberry cake and her branding pictures to me is relatable to other people mm-hmm. because they don't feel like I'm going to take everything away from them and not let right. them have anything great. Right. It's right. it's all about stair stepping and it's all yep. about, but you know, I know I'm allergic to dairy. And mm-hmm. so I know every once in a while, if I want dairy, I'm going to be bloated. I'm going to hurt. I'm going to have a headache. Mm-hmm. My throat's going to get itchy and mucusy and all the things. Right. Right. Every once in a while, I want some dairy. Yeah. I mean, it's a process. And I have right. to say, hey, what does my week look like? What does my day look like? What's my weekend look like? I'm not going to feel great. Is it worth yeah. it today or is it worth it to wait? Yeah. And just figuring it out. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's a big piece of wellness, too. Is it like, because now you're in control. Right. When you know your triggers and you know what's going to happen if you expose yourself to those triggers, then now you're in control because you can make that decision of yes or no. Again, being your own advocate. Right. Yep. Exactly. You're your best cheerleader. You're your best advocate. You're doing all the things for yourself because you. Yep. Um, Well, I 
I just looked at the clock and wow. Um, I want to be respectful of your time. So uh, this has been great. Um, how can people like, how do they get in touch with you? How do they follow you um, in like learn more about what you do? Yeah, that's cool. So my website is ashleyulrey.com. Just A-S-H-L-E-Y-U-L-R-E-Y.com. Um, it has all the links and fun things there. My Instagram is Ashley-Ulrey. And then Facebook, I'm just Ashley Ulrey. Okay. So, all the cool. fun places. Awesome. Well, I will, um, I'll put links to all those things in the notes so people can, can, uh, follow up with you and hopefully ask you questions, start following you and hopefully, you know, make that step to, to a better wellness and better life for themselves. That's so much fun. I love it. I love to serve women and just, just giving them an opportunity, you know, to be the wife and the mom who God called them to be. Right. Right. Well, thank thank you. you. Thank you for what you do. I think it's, it's hugely important. And, and like you said, like not everybody is going to, you know, mesh with you and be a good fit for you. And not everybody's going to mesh with me and be a good fit for me. And, you know, I saw somebody post this um, yesterday and said, and it was like, okay, the people at the top that understand what's going on, understand that the people that do the same thing that they do are not their competitor. Right. And like, and so I know a lot of people like like look at it and go like, oh wait, but she does the same thing he does. And like, but we're not competing because we're both trying to help out the general yeah, public. Our, like we're both trying to help. Yeah, just to help people. So you know, and we have a not just a wellness will, but we have a circle of people that we like, know, and trust in, in our industry that we refer yeah. out to. Right. And that's what we want to be for each other. So I appreciate yeah. you having me come on. I could sit and talk to you forever. <laughs> I know. Thank so, you. Um, it's been great. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for checking out the All in Health and Wellness Confidence Through Health podcast. Our goal is to use health as a conduit to help you reach your goals in life.